Hey, thank you for being here. My name is Darren Jansen, and this is the Breathe 911 podcast. I want to say thank you for being here. Every week, I get on here and I share what I'm learning about physical, mental, and emotional health for first responders. Now, I've created a free guided breathing exercise. It's a down-regulating breathing session, and it's free for you. All you have to do is head on over to breathe-911.com free, and there'll be a link there for you to download it. There's also a link in the description. Just click it, and it'll take you right to the page. If you enjoyed this episode, or if you got value from it, I would be grateful if you would head over to wherever you listen to it, whether it's Apple, Spotify, YouTube, and leave a comment, rating, or review. That helps us grow the channel and helps us reach new people. And now, with all that being said, enjoy the episode. All right, everybody. I've got a great episode for you today. Today, I have Christian Rasmussen on. He is a dear friend of mine. Uh, he is a former SWAT officer, former homicide detective, currently a real estate agent in the Nashville area. Uh, Christian just came out with a book called Win Your Day Before It Begins, all about building a morning routine that suits you. Christian lives out his morning routines and his uh, his diligence and his dedication to uh, just excellence. So without further ado, listen to my conversation that I had with Christian Rasmussen. Christian. Welcome here, brother. Uh, Thanks for having me. I'm excited. So I wanted to start off um, by you just giving a brief, uh, well, I guess I'll, I mean, I will do an introduction, but Christian is, I met Christian, what, two years ago. Uh, He is a former cop, SWAT, homicide guy. And my my real estate agent, uh, we bought a, sold a couple of houses with him, but more importantly, he's a really, really good friend. We met him down here in Nashville. And, um, yeah, why don't you give that's the Coles notes. Why don't you why don't you give a, a three to five minute intro into who you are? Okay, and business partner. We run a kombucha company together. Don't that's forget. right. <laughs> Super important. Random, right? Oh yeah, I love it. That's true. I forgot yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Three to five minutes. So yeah, so uh yeah, married, beautiful wife, 16 years, uh, three kids, 15, 14, and eleven. Uh yeah, so after after college, uh, uh Right, but when I came, got married, became a cop, and did patrol for a couple of years, and I became a detective, and did, yeah, was a homicide detective for almost thirteen years, and did um, yeah, did SWAT for eight of those years, uh, part-time SWAT team, and loved it. Was starred in my own movie. Thought I'd do that my whole life, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then in um, two thousand seventeen, God called my wife and I both out of law enforcement out of Colorado to come to Tennessee. And to do real estate, gave us the verse. He get, uh, said, Joshua 1, 6, be strong and courageous because you will lead my people to inherit the land I promised their forefathers to give them. And so came out here and didn't know anybody in Nashville, didn't know how to sell real estate, didn't know my way around Nashville, and uh, just showed up day one and said, how do I do this? And then I just did everything I was told and did it right. And yep, yeah, it's been blessed ever since. So and for and for everyone who's listening, uh Christian is a humble man. He uh he absolutely kills it in real estate in the area. So uh he wouldn't tell you that, but he is one of the top real estate agents in the Nashville area. Um I, I don't know the numbers, but I, I do know that um I know I know you do well, but I also know 
I can say with confidence that your main goal is serving the people that you, uh, your clients and, uh, and that show, and that comes through because we are, we have been in our clients of, of, uh, the Exodus group and of Christian and phenomenal, phenomenal people. If I had to, I'm going to brag on you for a second. Um, if I had to describe Christian in one word, um, it is generous mm. and he gave me the book or told me to read whatever the book, the go-giver, uh, that's that, that impacted his life. And that has impacted my life. And that is leading with, uh, generosity and, and he does that well. Yeah. So, thank you. That's a great, I mean, that's a great introduction, um, yeah. to who you are. I love it. Um, let's talk. So we, so the podcast is for first responders, uh, and it's, and it's, we go down the, the physical, mental, emotional, spiritual health that be strong and courageous. I I've, I've been, as you know, I've been training and running for this race and wow. that be strong and courageous. Um, I'm coming up with mantras and, and things to repeat as mm-hmm. I, as I go into this race. And yes. that was, that, that came up yesterday for me, that be strong and courageous. I was like, and then I was like, how many times is that mentioned? I don't, I, it's all, it's, it's in, it's in a oh. bunch of spots, right? It's all over the yeah. place. I was like, I wanted to find a bunch of spots where that's mentioned in uh, oh, John from one six through nine. He says it like three times. He's like, be strong and courageous because you will lead my people. And the next one is be strong and courageous. Do not turn from my law, my rules. And then everybody knows Josh one nine. He's like, have I not commanded you the third time? <laughs> strong and courageous. Right. For the Lord, your God is with you wherever you go. Love it. I love it, man. Beautiful. Um, let's talk about some of the, uh, some of the unusual, what others would consider the unusual practices and, and daily things that you would do. Cause I, I, I'm all into this stuff. I love this stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I think if people don't think you're crazy, you're doing something wrong. So, right. <laughs> so while you talk, let's go and I mean, I know you pretty well. Let's go first into, into your water. Tell people about hey. your water. Tell people about your water. Okay. I love it. So uh, I'll start off, and I usually don't start it this way, but uh, there are three, it says, in, I think it's John, it says there are three that testify, the water, the spirit, and the blood, right? So there's three that testify. Water is important. So I went to a, well, I'll start with this. I talk to my water before I drink it, always. Out loud, verbally, I talk to my water before I drink it. That, that it just starts off with a, I'm a little bit crazy. So... How I got here was about three, oh shoot, it's been five years now, went to a real estate conference and this guy took some water and he was, and it was, uh, they're doing this as an example. And so he took water and he split it up into two cups. And then in the first cup, he took the water and he said, you're ugly, you're stupid, you suck, you're speaking death over the water, right? Just cursing the water. And then they instantaneously froze the water, looked at it under a microscope, and the water crystals were diseased and brown and distorted. And then he took the same water in a different cup and he spent some time speaking life over it. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, your perfect water. And then they instantaneously freeze that water and they looked at that water underneath a microscope and the water crystals were snowflakes. Perfect, right? And the moral of the story is your words have power. The things you say to the water matters. All this stuff matters. And so my wife and I, when we're sleeping, we'll turn the Bible app on and it'll just be playing in the background. And so one morning, my wife at 2 a.m. wakes me up frantic. She's like, Christian, listen to this. You got to listen to this. And we start playing Genesis chapter one. And it says, in the beginning, God hovered over the waters. So in the beginning, everything was just water and God's hovering over it. And then there's this law in physics that says you cannot create new energy. You can just transform it and manipulate it. So after God says, let there be light, he does not 
create anything else, right? He's just transforming energy. So it says he separated the waters from the earth, from the waters of the sky, and then he separates the waters from the ocean, from, from dry land, and then out of ashes to ashes, dust to dust, he forms man out of, out of the dirt, and then he takes a rib out of Adam and creates Eve, right? He's just transferring energy. It's all still water. Everything's water, right? And our bodies are made up of like 60 or 70% water, whatever it is. Everything's water, and it's how we're all connected. And then it says, everybody knows the verse in Hebrews chapter 11. It says, faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And the, last line, the next line is, by faith, we understand that this universe was formed at God's command, that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. So God spoke this world into existence. So the power is in our words, and our power to change the water, to change the makeup of the water, lies in that study that we, that we just talked about. And so we can change the, the, the makeup of the water in our bodies. We can change the makeup of the water around us just by speaking it. So when I speak, and I, and I believe all this, I believe that when we, the, the, the less dense the water, the easier it is to manipulate it and to change it, right? So it's easier to change water vapor than it is water. And it's easier to change water than it is to change solids. But it's all water. Everything's water. Three that testify, the water, the spirit, and blood. And so when I get up every morning, first thing I do, grab water, speak life over it, and then drink it, and then do it again and again. And um, yeah, there's power in our words, and that's the power of positive affirmations, declarations, getting out there, and yeah, declaring who you are in Christ. So, let, so let's uh, transition that into parenting and your kids. Mm. Yeah, so my so parenting my kids. So all of my kids have their own declarations, their own uh, mission statements that they say every single day. And then, yeah, speaking life over them every morning. When I wake them up every morning, I wake them up with affirmations. I wake them up. Hey, yep. And they all hate it because normally I get home from my workout and I'm covered in sweat and dad's wet and dad stinks and dad's laying over me whispering affirmations and me dripping sweat on me sometimes. And I'm like, oh, dad. And, Right, they they grunt and groan about it, but ten years from now they're gonna love it. And even and even the day to day, uh, I Christy and I were talking yesterday about if you're if if you speak negatively to someone, oftentimes, like even with it, like especially within family, I would say if you speak negatively to someone, the family bond is so strong. That that person, like, like if you say you're no good at X, it's like that person won't hate you. That person will turn around and turn those words on themselves and it will become self-doubt and self-hatred towards themselves. So the words we speak towards others inform their opinion of themselves. Yes. So right. so even in the even in the day-to-day, the mundane, as we're speaking, I've just become obsessed with the words that we use because changing one word can change meaning or even changing inflections in the same sentence can change meaning and perception of what you're saying. So I, I love, I love taking right. The, the, the power of the tongue, uh, life and death is in the power of the tongue. Right. right. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that is true. And I, I see you doing a great job of that with, uh, with yourself and your family and your water. So, yeah. well, and I see you doing a great job of the exact same thing every day. It's can, yeah, can, always can, positive. It doesn't matter. <laughs> all positive. All happy. If I it's love sad, it. You're like, I don't want to be sad. I, I just, yeah. Right. I do not want to be sad. No, that's oftentimes what it, what is it? 
um, I, I'm doing this coaching program now. And it's like, you want to win? Smile. Like if you're suffering, smile, like literally force yourself. We've done that with our kids for years. Yeah. I, I haven't done it for a while, but when they're really upset and they, they kind of want something as well. And it's like, it's like, you have to smile for 20 seconds and at the end and at the end of it. And they're like, it's like, no, I gotta, you gotta do teeth. Right. And it's like, let me see your teeth. And they do this. And after 20 seconds, it is, it is, it is actually hard to stay Matt, You are at least. 10% right. happier. Right. And it's like smiling. It, I mean, it, there are certain magic. It, we're just lazy. Right. I think we're just lazy when it comes down to like a lot of us when we're in a funk, we're like, I want to stay here for a bit. It, I need some self-pity here. So. Yeah. I do think we're jacking up our kids because I do the same thing and I make them smile. If they're throwing a fit or something, it's like, no, nope, you're smiling, smile. Like I'll make them smile. I think we're jacking them up a little bit because <laughs> like, my dad never let me feel anything. It was all happening all the time. Like I never had a chance to <laughs> sit and wallow for like 10 seconds. And then I had to smile. Uh, Give them something to talk to their therapist uh, about later on in life. That's amazing. Um, talk to me about, uh, I don't know. Where do you want to go? You want to go breathing or grounding? Mm. Breathing or grounding. I love them both. Right. Let's. Yeah. Let's I mean. I mean. Arguably, one's more important than the other. But. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm more. I think lately I've been discussing grounding more, but the breath. Like I just. I start. Yeah. I'll, let's start with the breath. All right. I, go for it. Yeah. So I started meditating. I mean, the whole time I was a cop, never meditated. Right. It wasn't until the very end, like the last six months of being a cop, where somebody came up to me and started talking to me about meditating, and I got the app. Uh, calm, mm -hmm. the calm, right? I think it's what it's called. But it's um, man, and then just sitting and breathing and focusing on your breath, and it changes, right? And it can change your it can change your mental state so quickly, right? One thing I do with all of my I do it with my kids, I do it with my all the people who work for me. Um, you know, before you go in front of a client, before you go in front of anybody, right? Check your state, right? Are you at an eight, nine, or ten? right? Or are you at a four, five, and six? Most people operate tops at six. They're like four, five, and six all the time. And so I always make sure when I get in front of anybody, I, I'm at the capacity where I can go at a nine or 10, right? If I'm not there, if I don't have the energy for that, I don't need to be in public. I need to be stealing away, being by myself like Jesus, right? Um, but uh, so, but you don't want to show up, right? So if somebody's in like a three and four, you walk into a room and everybody's at like a three or four state, I don't want to come in at an eight or nine because I'm going to stick out like a sore thumb and right. It's, it's too much. So you just kind of level up a little bit and bring everybody up a little bit from where they're at. But for the, for the breath, anytime I'm in a bad state or I'm in a low state, I don't have, I have low energy, right? I can just take a minute. And if I just sit and breathe and do one to two minute breathing exercise, it changes your state of mind and it changes, man, there's so much power in it. The water, yeah. One thing we've stolen from your family is because uh, I guess people don't know we when we RV'd across the U.S. we actually parked our motorhome at Christians for a good good long bit and we hung out with them for a while and that was a lot of fun yeah. and we shared a, a bunch of meals together and one thing that Christian and his family do before they eat is they pray but before they pray Christian everybody big breath in and then we pray and. Mm -hmm. And we've stolen that because even that, 
I did a bunch of research into into the into the physio, physiological side of that, into the physiological side of prayer and how taking taking a, a down-regulating breath, the exhale is longer than the inhale. When you speak, you activate your vagus nerve. And when you close your eyes, you you shut out um, um, like stimulus coming in and it automatically puts your body into a parasympathetic response, which is makes it easier to digest your food. Like there's a, there's a, like God created a physical reason why slowing down, calming down and praying before a meal. Like that, that is a state of saying, I'm now ready to ingest this food and digest it in a much easier way. So I went down a rabbit hole probably about four months ago about, about that whole thing of why, why prayer is like, it's important. It's all these things and physically it's better for you. Yes. Isn't that that interesting? Yeah. And And it probably helps just being present with what you're eating. Right. It's gorging. But oftentimes we'll sit down. It's just like, gotta go, gotta go. And if you go like just that one, like one breath, I don't know, eight to 10 seconds, it, it, it does something. And it's these small and it's these small wins stacked over time. I think actually this is a great spot to transition into. I want to talk about your book. Okay. Or I want I I I don't. I want you to talk about your book. So Christian let me know uh, a few weeks ago that he was writing this book, and uh, it is on morning routines. And he is a guy who is. um, I said uh, generous would be a word to describe them. Uh, consistent is another, that would be probably my second word to describe them. Consistency, not like consistency over long periods of time. And that's why he's successful in real estate. In my opinion, that's one of the reasons. Um, so anyways, I'll le- talk about your, your book and, uh, the title, what, what's going on when it's coming out, yeah. whatever you want to talk about. Yeah. So the, ti- so the book comes out, so we're actually sending it to print today. Amazing. Um, yeah, I just got off. Yeah. I just got off the phone with them. So it, um, it's uh, winning your day before it begins. So winning your day before it begins and it's coming out. Yeah. It should be coming out in the next couple of weeks. They're going to send it back and we got to review it. But yeah, it's, um, and just so you know, too, you said that you stole the breath before, before meals from me. Um, everything I have is stolen. I, <laughs> right. I don't come up with any of this stuff. It's like, I just grab it from other people, steal it from other people, implement it. And then before I know it, I have this whole morning routine that takes me two hours or more. And, um, yeah, but when you do that, when you do it consistency, man, there is so much power in it. And so all of it's stolen. Even the breath before dinner, I stole that from somewhere. We were somewhere and we were getting ready to, to do this conference. And then somebody's like, oh, take a breath. And I was like, oh, man. Like, it just centered me. And my, I was chaotic before then, right? I had too many things going. My mind was racing. But, um, yeah, so the book comes out. It's, it's all about you setting up your own morning routine. And so for me, setting up a morning routine started really – 2015 is probably, well, it started before then in 2010 when we went through Dave Ramsey's uh, Financial Peace University, right? My wife and I got super intentional, got out of debt. We had like car payments and second mortgages and credit cards and all the things. And so we went through that and then we got disciplined in our finances. And when I started to see the benefit of that, I believe that, that discipline begets discipline. So when you get disciplined in one area of your life, it just spills over into all the other areas of your life. And so shortly after that, I started working out regularly and got super fit. And then that, that was kind of my morning routine for a while. And then 2015, uh, wrote a mission statement, right? And that kind of changed everything as I started reciting that regularly. It um, changed something in me, but I never got into like affirmations and 
meditations until like 2018 when we right before we moved here uh, when i was still a cop and it was like okay now it's like this whole morning routine this whole um yeah it, it's just it's just a whole regime and it can and it modifies all the time right i change it all the time it adapts but um but yeah when you when you set some in, intentional time up in the morning go through a, a, a regiment it's just like these little wins just start to build momentum. And then the, as soon as you start your day, right, the day is no longer about me. I've already won, right? Now I'm filled up. I'm ready to go. I've done everything that I need to do today. Now I'm going to go out and serve others. And I don't need anything from anybody. I'm done. My day is done. Eight, eight, right? And so for a long time, I was getting up at 3 or 4 a.m. to get started. Now, right now, today is probably like 4.30-ish. Um but it's getting up at the same time every day and then going through my morning routine. And then by eight o'clock when everybody else is waking up and getting started in their day, it's like, okay, I'm done. I'm filled. What do you need? Right? Where are you at? And when you can go out and serve people all day, that's, yeah, it's just so seeds. And then God grows the fruit that he wants. I love it. I love it. That's amazing. So uh, when this podcast comes out, the book will be out. So where, where is it going to be sold? Yeah, so the easiest place is going to be sold on Amazon. So yeah, right. that's going to be the easiest place to pick it up. And what's the title of the book again? It is Winning Your Day Before It Starts. Winning, oh, your, Winning your Day Before It Begins. Winning Your Day Before It Begins. I better get that right. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Bro, uh, yeah. thank you. Uh, thank you for your time. Is there anything else you want? I mean... Where are you at on if people want to follow you on socials and all those things? Um, if people want to, if people are in the Nashville, Columbia, Spring Hill area and they need a realtor, I mean, yeah, yeah, pl- you plug, go- plug your stuff, plug your stuff. What do you got? Yeah, yeah. Christian Rasmussen, real estate agent. I'm going to pop up all over the place. Um, Exodus Group, uh, dot, dot co is our website. And then, uh, yeah, if I'm like Christian B. Rasmussen on social i don't i don't do a lot with social media i'm on there i've done a lot with it over the next over the last few months but um i don't check it out a lot but those are the places where you can find me i'm all over christian rasmussen real estate nashville you'll find me amazing amazing christian thank you for your time brother i appreciate it well thanks there